I'm going to read a story. It's kind of in the middle of the story, but I'm going to read a part of the story. If only for a moment my heart would be satisfied, if only. Yet deep within, I knew I would never be satisfied with just a moment. Surely, my heart had been captured and nothing could ever touch it the way it had been touched. So gentle, so soft, the depths of purity like rain washing over my heart, soaking into the well-worn crevices within. I had changed in the twinkling of an eye. The center of my universe had shaken within me. Walls I'd surrounded my heart with began to shake from the foundations. There was movement, a deep shifting that I could not utter. For so long, I'd believed that I was safe behind walls and barriers. Invisible to the eye, but oh so tangible to the heart. Walls that were cold, heartless and uninviting. To put it simply, the walls pushed others away. Most especially those who genuinely loved me for who I was. The walls were callous, like the hands of a plowman after many years of hard labor. So callous, they forgot the meaning of emotion. Yes, my spirit was dying one helpless moment after another. How had I allowed this to happen? All I'd wanted was to shield my heart from the pain. Indeed, I had cut off everything. Not just possible pain, but love itself had been banished from my reality, becoming a stranger. No longer at first name basis, love was now more distant than an acquaintance. The pain was real, cutting through what remained in my heart. Slowly, I began to understand the term heart of stone. No, we're not created this way. How could this have happened to me? Why was I alienated inside the walls of my own making? The intensity of the pain numbed my heart into silence. I screamed and I cried within, yearning that someone would hear my hopeless plea for help. But no one could hear my silent heart's cry. Loneliness plagued my soul. I began to believe lies that no one could understand, no one could help. I was alone and that's how things were going to be. 
yet deep within remained a small glimmer, a flicker of a resemblance of hope. One day, things would change. One day, I could laugh with uncontrollable joy just because I could. Not for any logical or calculated reason, just because joy bubbled from inside. To laugh out loud and feel the emotion rushing through like an explosion. The sweetness of the sound, the refreshing exhaustion. This hope, dream, still flickered. The candle was still alight, even if only just. There was another flash of emotion staring me in the face. I'd hidden it long ago. I was tough, strong, a leader, diligent and brave. The one who could stand tall through any storm. Or so I told myself. There was one element missing. The ability or gift to express emotion of any kind, whether it be joy or pain, laughter or tears. Tears. Just a vague memory. The moist warmth as they trickle down the gentle curves of your face and fall. Each tear carrying away pain and heartache, bitterness and loneliness. I never understood. Tears were a gift. Precious. Not to be taken lightly. Tears provided the avenue for everything pent up within to be released. I had thought them so worthless. I did not value them and had told them never to return. I had believed they were weakness and pain itself. How wrong. How confused and blinded I had become. I'd thrown away the key the very gift I'd been given, the secret to letting go of the pain and to opening the door to my heart. Many tears built up within the deep wells in my heart, threatening to burst their banks any time. It took so much work to store them away. I wondered if there would ever be room to fit them all. The more I hoarded them, the more they seemed to multiply. I began to wonder if they grew from the company of each other. strange thing began to happen. As I stored up grief and pain in huge wells with one-way doors, other visitors began to arrive and wanted to stay. Seemingly ignorant and welcoming of any relief, I invited them to stay and provided plenty of room to grow and fill at home. Yes, I was a good hostess. They lacked nothing. They began to multiply in such welcoming conditions. How could they not? All this time, I never asked my guests their names, nor what they were here for. My heart was being filled, and so I believed it must be good. The deep longing of my heart with the palest of light was being pushed further and further into the deepest recess of my soul. Before long... I was well accustomed to that which ruled within, still blissfully unaware of the intense danger I was in. My life was faltering close to the edge, each time the banks of the wells almost breaking over. Then the moment came. 
I was pushed past my boundaries and limits. All that was within my well that I'd been storing up rushed out before I ever realized. It was flowing thick. Its odor was foul, like a rotten animal. It jumped out of my mouth and attacked the poor dear person closest me. I was shaken, horrified. The guest I'd welcomed deep inside my soul had been working hard, multiplying themselves into an ugly monster. What I saw rearing its head out of my mouth brought such pain to its victim. Anger was dwelling within me. Anger had been my guest and I had welcomed its arrival, even making way for it. I never knew it could go so fast. I never knew this was its face. I never knew the condemnation and pain it vomited out to any unsuspecting passerby. But it was there. I helplessly watched as it leapt out my mouth, tearing apart the person before me, someone so close to my heart. How could I do this? Yet it was as though I had no control. It was on the loose and I couldn't rein it in. I forced my body to turn and run, abandoning the devastation I had just caused. It was the only way I could lessen its impact. I gasped for air, my heart wrenching within me, groaning but no sound could escape, weeping but no tear allowed out. Utterly desperate, I sank deeper and deeper within my walls. It was the only way I knew to protect those around me from the rage within. If only I could withdraw further, I believed they would be safe from the surfacing anger. It wouldn't be able to touch them. So I thought, As weeks and months passed, I lost the battle time and time again. Each time the distance between outbreaks lessened until I lost all ability to control what had become a tiger within. Little flames still flickered at times, desperately trying to catch a light, but there was little fuel to fan the flame. While anger had been busy entertaining himself and setting up home in my heart, another visitor had crept in the back door completely unnoticed. Indeed, he remained around for many years. This visitor hid in dark corners, didn't make loud and attention-getting antics like anger had. No, this visitor was quiet, yet held a tight grip. It would infiltrate and squeeze tight, constricting movement and halt my breathing. It would cause my eyes to widen and my muscles to freeze. I would involuntarily gasp, suddenly sucking in air and holding my breath for what seemed an eternity. Unlike anger, who was not encouraged and welcomed by those around me, this visitor was actually welcomed and pampered. It began slowly, but again, before I even knew what was happening, it had complete control. It lived around my heart and had very icy, cold-like tentacles that would clamp around my heart. I began to anticipate and prepare for these moments. I even educated those around me how to handle me in times like these. Like I said, this visitor was welcomed and encouraged. I believe this visitor was known to many people and had formed some kind of kindred connection to each other. Strange, but very real. 
Initially, I felt the cold vice-like grip when I encountered one of those creepy crawlies with eight legs and a web. My body would involuntarily tense up and the whole focus would be to escape and run, run, run. There was no fight within. It was all flight. I heard ear-splitting screams escape from my mouth. What had this visitor done to me? The more these events occurred, people began to label me. They told me I was scared, that I was afraid, and so the name stuck, along with the visitor. The adrenaline rush that happened each time seemed to feed this visitor. I now call the master of fear. I became accustomed and began to prepare for these moments and events. Life became even more limited. Fear was siphoning off my air bit by bit until there was very little that I could function in rationally. My mother knew I couldn't vacuum the floor. I loved to help her, but the vacuum cleaner had been taken over by the vice-like grip and I couldn't resist it. Before long, the telephone was off limits. Shopping quickly took the back bench, let alone standing in front of people and talking. There was no way fear was going to let me drive a car. The intensity would increase and increase until my body became paralyzed. I began to understand the words irrational fear. A paralyzing fear you can't explain. Seemingly with no reason or cause, it had entered my heart and sought to captivate every area of my life. Life continued day by day, constantly hampered and constricted. There was little joy as even the simplest of family adventure had too much risk of danger. So fear led me to believe. My heart whispered to me time and time again, willing me to believe, hold on to hope, a word I no longer knew the meaning of. Hope that things may change, that I could once again turn around and be free. Does that even really exist? Let alone the word freedom. Deep within the closed off corridors of my heart, a little whisper prevailed over and over. Dream, 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 it would say, willing my heart to grasp a hold of the ever dwindling lifeline it threw. As I grabbed desperately at each strand of hope, my head began to lift. There was music and light shining from a distance. The sounds were soft, floating on the wind. I wanted to breathe them in and let them explode within my heart. Perhaps they would cause my heart to miss a beat and begin beating to the time of music. Rhythm and gentle sounds blowing on the wind. They whispered like the wind to my ear. My body began to sway gently moving in time with the whisper on the air. I felt it flow like rivers through my body. Life coursing stronger and stronger. The notes became clearer, yet I couldn't discern the instrument. The beauty and depth of the sound captivated my focus. An overwhelming rest settled upon my being, calming all that raged within. Even the visitors became quiet. I liked this sensation. This is what my heart needed and yearned for. This could take my breath away. It'd been so long since my body had stopped, really stopped and just breathed in deeply with no need of putting up barriers. This dancing music had floated in past all defences, silenced the visitors and began playing the strings of my heart. The music told such stories of golden staircases, of shimmering lakes. 
Our fragrance is too delicious. There was a dreaming, rhythming subtlety to the song. It washed over me like gentle waters over and over till my heart settled back and received its warmth, drinking in like a child. It'd been years since my heart has touched such warmth. It had grown so accustomed to the harsh hospitality of anger and fear that it little knew what to do, yet hope knew. Hope understood the pain and rejection. Hope saw the walls. Hope saw through all the disguises. So gently and softly, hope wove deeply into my heart, plying away tentacle after tentacle of fierce, fierce grip. Hope ever faithful, continued piece by piece to sew up the broken edges left so abruptly by anger. Father, I just thank you for the great release of hope. I thank you for the great release of love today to the deepest part of our hearts. I thank you that your great redeeming love kicks fear out the door. Father, I thank you that as much as by our situations, by our, the environment we grew up in, whatever caused our heart to open the door to fear, to anger, to unworthiness, to loneliness, to frustration, to disappointment, whatever happened, I thank you that your love redeems, that your love is bigger than the grave, that your love is bigger than the paralysis, that your love is bigger. I thank you that your love enters in even to the deepest of places, that your love can restore the hardest of places. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you that in the desert land you find us. In a barren and howling wasteland, you shield us. You care for us. You guide us as the apple of your eye. Like an eagle that stirs up its nest and hovers over its young, you spread your wings to catch us and you carry us. Father, I just ask for the depth of that revelation to enter our spirits. And I just speak life right now to the core of every heart that has been plagued, to the core of every heart that has been tormented, that has not had a safe place, that has not known freedom for a long time. And I just speak an awakening to the depths of your heart. And I just speak a release right now into what the Father is stirring in your spirit, the glimmer, the flickers of life, the flickers that have been there that you've tasted once, but you just long for. I just call it forth. They call forth an awakening within your heart of the fire of the Holy Spirit to burn, to ignite such a flame that cannot be hindered, that cannot be pushed down, that literally takes the place and kicks fear, anger, and all its friends out the door for good forever. Father, would you come in this moment? Would you meet each one in their moment of heartache and their moment of pain, their moment of anxiety, the moment that they can't make it happen? The places where you've tried forever 
to get free. (laughs) As I journeyed through this journey, one day I just lay on my bed and I was like, God, I have tried so hard. I've tried so hard. I've, you know, every little fear, I, you know, I try, I try, and, you know, I get progressively free from certain things. But there's, there's just like a root. There's something just holding me back. And I lay on my bed and I just said, Father, just, just completely release me from fear. And as I saw myself and I saw chains wrapped around my ankles, my hands, and I just, that's how I felt so big, humongous, heavy. I just felt so trapped and chained down. And then the Father came in that moment and in the memory of when I was really little, of when fear opened the door and came in my heart, and the Father came as I lay on the bed and He started, He just broke the the authority broke, the power of the fear in my life, the chains just fell off me. And he ministered to the core of my heart where fear entered my heart. He ministered his redeeming love. And don't you love it that his love doesn't cover our pain and our heartache. His love removes it. It takes it as far as, as far as far. He doesn't cover the shame. He doesn't cover. He removes. I don't know about you, but I don't want it covered. I don't want to know that it's still there. I don't want to know that it's just covered. I, he removes. He removes. He removes so that, that it's completely gone. It's completely gone. And the Father is here so longing. You know, we try and we enter and we get different um, levels and realms of revelation and encounter. And He just keeps gently drawing us closer and closer, closer and closer. Father, come as only you can. I believe there's a lot of us that um, this has been on your heart. I love it when the Holy Spirit brings it to our heart and, you, you know, you've been thinking about it. You've been, it's, it's been on your mind and you've been like, I just like, I just like to be free in this area. And I love it when he, the Holy Spirit begins to draw us. Because I always say, you know, people say, I'm so upset by this in my heart. And I always say, well, if it's coming up, That's amazing. It means the Holy Spirit's got his finger on it. And why would he bring it up if he wouldn't bring healing? Why would he bring it up if he wouldn't bring freedom? Why would he bring it up if he wouldn't bring release? That's his promise. That's his promise. There is no fear in love. (laughs) Dread does not exist. This is the amplified version. Full-grown, complete, perfect love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. For fear brings with it the thought of punishment. Wow. And so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love, has not yet grown into love's complete perfection. So Father... We just welcome you into that part of our heart. We welcome your love to grow within our spirit. We welcome your love's complete perfection to expel every trace of terror, to kick fear out the door.
for God, I'm just reading a few verses over you, did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of cringing, of fawning fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love, of a calm and well-balanced mind, discipline and self-control. Oh, I am leaving you well and whole. That's my parting gift to you. This is John. Peace. I don't leave you the way you're used to being left, feeling abandoned. Don't be upset and don't be distraught, for I am leaving with you my gift of peace. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your heart be troubled and do not be afraid. Just let this truth enter your spirit. Romans, for the spirit of which you have received is not a spirit of slavery to put you once more in bondage to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, the spirit producing sonship in the bliss of which we cry, Abba, Father, Abba, Father. The Spirit Himself thus testifies with our spirit, assuring us that we are children of God. Hebrews. And also that He might deliver and completely set free all those who through the haunting fear of death were held in bondage throughout the course of their lives. He might deliver and completely set free. Father, thank you. Thank you. So whatever it is that stirred in your heart, we've touched a lot of stuff. Whatever it is that the Holy Spirit's put his finger on in your heart, I'm just going to bring that to Daddy right now. Put your hand on your heart and just say, Daddy. Just say, Daddy. Please forgive me for where I've opened the doors of my heart and allowed fear, anger, whatever it is for you, resentment, isolation, bitterness, whatever it is that's stirring in your heart, where I've allowed that to live in my spirit, where I've created a home for it, where I've supported it like I did with fear. My goodness, you can pamper fear. My goodness, our culture encourages it. Oh, my Forgive me for finding security in these areas. Whoa, that, that's, that's big. Forgive me for putting my identity in these areas. Oh. Whoa, for allowing it to replace you. And I ask that you would break down the walls 
take the shackles off my hands, my legs, my heart, my emotions. I want to be free. And Holy Spirit, would you come and let your perfect love wash through the chambers of my heart, the basement areas of my heart that I keep hidden. And just let that love come through. Let it just kick out that fear. Let it just kick out the shame. The embarrassment. Let it come and burst the banks of my walls. Oh my goodness. You've got a big dam in there. It takes all your energy to keep it restrained. Just come and burst the bank of my emotions. I want to know you. I want to feel you. I want to taste you. I want to see you. I want to be real with you. I want to be intimate with you. I want to connect to my heart. Would you heal the emotions of my heart? I feel like some of us, um, our emotions have been so shut down when we were just tiny, tiny, tiny. And um, I physically never cried, never cried for years. I don't think I laughed that much either. <laughs> I just didn't do anything. I was like a blank face. I was like a slight, like I could handle every Emotion was so frozen within me, but inside I cried my little heart out. I tried with everything within me to get a tear out. Like I really would sit there and try and work out to try and make a tear. And it just physically couldn't come because I so shut down my spirit. <sighs> The Father is healing the emotion, is healing the memory. I just want to affirm over you that, <laughs> like I was saying, you know, tears are beautiful. Tears release the world. Tears release a healing in our spirit. Laughter heals. La- when the Lord started to heal me, I nonstop shook cried and laughed for six months non-stop he'd ask me what's going on i probably say i don't know what's going on but the father was breaking open those walls that's how shut down i was it i just cried and laughed at the same time hysterically for six months he just had to say all that i'd missed out on so father just release an encounter of your spirit right now upon every heart. You meet every heart as you promise, as, as we long, as you long. He longs to meet with us. He is his longing. You just encounter, just open the eyes of our heart to encounter you. Come wrap your arms around, Father. Father. 